out the corner of my eyes, I saw this creature, which was uh, over six foot tall, with feathers. It, it just looked like a giant bird, but yet a man. Hey everyone, this is Mothboy Matt. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. This is Mothboy Mike. <laughs> and this is your boy, Jacob. Hell yeah. And this is Mothboys, a podcast on cryptids, conspiracies, and the unknown. Unknown. What up, dudes? How's everything going? Good, good. I'm excited for today's episode. I know. I'm just stoked on that right now. Yeah. You got a lot of pressure compared to the last episode. I know. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Man, Best ever. That episode ever. did so well. Yeah. That broke records. That was insane. So good. Maybe we should just become a serious podcast, an interview podcast. Oh, God. That was so I stressful. Do, I couldn't do it. It was stressful. <laughs> That's too I wanted stressful. To say, yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to make a poop joke. I wanted to make. I wanted to say swear words. Yeah, that's why it was barely on the episode because I had to be censored, and right. you know me, I don't, I don't play by the rules. If it's not PG yeah. thirteen to hard R, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't mess around with it. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's going on, Matt? What have you been up to lately, dude? Um, not much. Um, it, my girlfriend and I just <gasps> got a house out in Ripley. Nice. What's the address? So, well, what's the address? It, it's not. It's it's actually a one minute drive from my mom's. Oh. What's a, what's what's uh, what's our mom's address? East Lake Road. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Now everybody knows where you live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Congratulations, East Lake, Matt. East Lake Road. Yeah, we got we got a couple couple of chickens. Their names are Shelly Duvall and Gertie. Is Shelley it because Shelly Duvall looks like a chicken? No, because uh, the original, the person who owned the chicken before was she- named was Shelly, and uh. I thought that that was cheesy because it's a chicken pun, and so I was like, let's just do Shelly Duvall. You should, whenever you chase after the chicken to try to catch her, you should you should do this the line from The Shining where he's chasing her up the stairs, the one where he's going, I just want to. I'm not gonna hurt yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm just hurt gonna you. bash your brains. Yeah, in. you should do that. That'd be really funny. If nobody else is around, <laughs> it can be just funny to you if it's just if you, you know what I mean? If it's just uh, Operator, I'm calling PETA right now, because that is, sounds like animal abuse to me. PETA? <laughs> PETA? <laughs> ring, ring, PETA. Well, that's, hey, that's PETA. cool. PETA, I got a request. Uh, well, that's cool, dude. Congratulations. Yeah. What about you, yeah, Jake? What have you been up to? Uh, uh, so, big news on my front. Wow, okay, um, let's hear it. I officially switched Tums brands. Okay. Like the style oh, of Tums, wow. because you know... You go with Smooth? Are you in Smooth Tums or not? I used to be like a fan of the Minty Tums, Yeah, but yeah. recently I got myself a... Uh-huh. I'm going to shake it for the, camp, for the yeah. microphone. Yeah. That's I got a myself good. a 330 <laughs> supply uh-huh. of the assorted Fruit Tums, and I think I'm a Fruit Tums guy now. Okay. You're, you're a fruity kind of guy. I, I still like the mint stuff. You know what, Jake? You know what I'm thinking? You what? just announced this big... This is a big deal. And uh, Matt Matt just announced that he bought a house or, or something. I'm not sure what he said. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot about that news. This is huge. I don't... Well, you know, you know, I used to pop 
mint tums like they were going out of style. Right. Because yeah. I have I have I have a bad stomach. I have a weak <laughs> stomach. And then yeah. I have a poor a poor diet. You have a shit stomach. I have a shit stomach <laughs> and a shit diet. The mints just weren't working anymore. Right. So I want my indigestion to taste like assorted fruit now instead right. of mint. Well dude, congratulations, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. That's pretty cool. Thank yeah. you. And I heard I guess... you had a kid, right? I did well, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Okay. Wow. It's not it's not a big deal. We haven't it's announced not... that in the podcast yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we named him his name is little baby Tums. Uh so <laughs> little Tum Tum. <laughs> yeah, little Tum Tum. Isn't yeah. it Tum Tum from the uh three the th- three ninjas? Is it Tum Tum? Yeah. That's a little the little chubby one. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> When me and my friends played, when we, when me and my friends played Three Ninjas as a kid, they always made me be Tum Tum, and they always made fun of my weight. Wow, that's just kill them. Yeah. Where are they now? Yeah, we're famous podcast exactly, comedians. and they're living exactly. in pig. They're living in pig shiz. What they're doing? Let me tell you. <laughs> and one's one's a doctor and one's a lawyer, but I have a <laughs> podcast. Yeah, both of them are. Oh man, pieces of shit. At least I didn't sell out. Yeah, exactly. They're sellouts. Yeah, they're making yeah. money and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's money? <laughs> Honestly, I hope I hope inflation happens and the currency changes from money to tums. Because money if to tums. tums becomes the new currency, I'm I got like six six bottles of these three hundred and thirty. Last time we did hang last time we did hang out, you had a trunk filled with T- yeah. I'm tums. just preparing. Uh my uh YouTube uh Crypto bro, he told me that the new currency is Tums, and you guys better get on it because we're we're heading into a recession, and pretty soon, <laughs> your your cool Tums coin, George Washingtons, they're not yeah. going to be worth anything. Your Doge no. coins are not going to be worth anything. We're going back to the good old days when Tums. when those were cur- when those were currency, yeah, yes, yeah. when you could leave your doors unlocked at night and Tums was a currency, yeah. <laughs> Yep, you need you need to you need to trade a deer hide for some tums. Like, real, like the like the good old days. Well, speaking of shit diets. Wait. Hmm. I can go into the episode. We didn't miss anything, right? We didn't go to, well, what's Mike been into lately? Oh, that's nice, Jake. Oh, Look yeah, at that. Mike. He just oh. went he went straight for it. Well, boys, uh I've got first of all, I want to apologize if my voice sounds any different. I've got a stuffy head. Just want to say I'm sorry. Uh so I'll try not to talk a lot since my voice is ugly. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I think it sounds li- better. It just. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the big news in my life is yes, I did have a baby. Um, Jake said he didn't. He wasn't sure if we mentioned that. So he's about four months old now. So. <laughs> uh, but seriously, uh, I've my new book, uh, Curious Creatures: uh, The Vegetable Man. Is coming out soon uh, through Small Town Monsters, uh, the, their new publishing company. So I have that coming out. So everybody look yeah, out for that pretty so soon. Cool. And what's the so, reading level on this compared to the first one? Is it a little well, more difficult? Yeah, it's a little. It's a little more difficult. I'd say like eight to a hundred is what we said. So anywhere okay, in there. So. Yeah. So it's a. Little, yeah, well, it's a you got paragraphs. Um, not paragraphs. Maybe sentences, like a few per page. Well, you'll see. I, you'll see it. I hope for my case, there's pretty photos. That sounds like a lot to commit. <laughs> it is. To. There, there is a lot of pretty photos. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like a, a callback to a lot of the strange like children's book that I, I, I read as a kid. So it's a little weirder than you know, obviously Mothman learns the ABC. So it's, it's, it's cool though. 
and uh, Bailey and Bailey Raven did the artwork. So it's cool, man. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, and it's it's and you said it's coming out soon. So will we will we be seeing it within the next month? The next you might be seeing it at an event coming up soon. I think. <gasps> I What's think. the Ooh. event rhyme with? Uh, uh, cryptid bash. Schmipted schmash. Okay, so you're like okay. I just you're, said you're like it, one yeah. of those. You're like one of those lazy rappers who rhymes yeah. the same word with the right. same word. Like Kanye yeah. West like Kanye. when he rhymes ha with with ha. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it might be. Uh, don't. If it's not, I'm sorry, but it could be. Just hope I'm not breaking any clauses here within my contract. But uh, well, I hope there is because I, I was planning a book burning <laughs> for after Crypto Bash. So. <laughs> so yeah, it's it'll be out soon though. Just uh, I can say that much. So soon. yeah. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Fantastic. Yes. Are we going to announce anything well, also, about our other? Also, Jake, uh, Jake, real quick, if you want to do a book burning of my new book. You're going to have to purchase them straight through me so I get the money at least. And then you can do your book burning. I want the well, money just, at least. You know what I mean? That's fair. I'm going to wait till you start putting them in libraries. And I'm right. going to check them out at every library that you bring them into. <laughs> <laughs> Under my alias. Yes. That's awesome. All right. Tum Tum. <laughs> Callback. That's right. All right. What's up? This, this episode. This episode's a good one. Okay. What is it? So. So. On this terrifying episode of Moth Boys, Ooh, I like that. we cover the cursed, the cruel, and the cold-hearted creatures that are the Wendigo. Cold-hearted bitch, she make it kiss on my lips, <laughs> and I was on my knees waiting, waiting. waiting. That's a good song, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a tight song. Rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. So the Wendigo can also be pronounced Wendigo. Windago, Windaga, Wintiga, and a plethora of other things um, that hmm. I will slaughter if I say. Um, so I think the, those are all fake. Uh, and Match has named all those, so yep. if he screws up the pronunciation throughout. He's like, I read online; so it was also pronounced exclusive. this way. I re- yep, <laughs> yep, I believe that. So it's it's it was it, the Wendigos were first spoken. Uh, by the uh, Algonquin uh, people, which are First Nations people who inhabited North America. Stories of the Wendigo, um, of this horrible curse, go back way, way before European settlers uh, do what they do best, which is colonize already inhabited areas mm-hmm. and claim the land as their own. Yep. It's what, it's what we do best, the Europeans. Hey man, um, not me. Okay, I didn't do anything. Not, <laughs> not me personally, man. Well, Mike, you were born back then, so I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was. Get it? Because he's the old one. It, it's his birthday when we're recording. One. Oh yeah, it is my birthday today, everybody. Hundred and twenty eighth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> He just chugs. Oh, chug a beer, man. Um, but yeah, these stories have been passed down from generation to generation through oral tradition. The first time it was written down was from a European Jesuit missionary, though. Uh, his name was Paul Le Jouin. Wow. Jouin. Huh. Jouin. I think he was French. Uh, who lived with the Algonquin people. 
So um, he was friend, a, not foe. Right. Yeah, he was friend. Okay. Uh, in a letter Paul wrote to his superior, the Windaga had eaten some Atikamgunquin. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Algonquin? <laughs> No, it's something longer. These are the tribes the tribes that live north of the river that is called Three Rivers, and that he would eat a great many more of them if he were not called elsewhere, but it would come in his place to devour them all, even up to the French fort. So that was the first time it was mentioned was um and I, I, and that was in the uh, early 1600s. Okay, you're talking about three rivers. Which, that must be like Pittsburgh, you know, the yes, three rivers. Three rivers there. musical yeah. festival. Yeah, the Pittsburgh or the, sta- uh, or the stadium. Yeah, the stadium. The old stadium, three stadium. The old stadium. Three rivers. Right. Yep, that's probably where it happened. Right. Yeah. The so the Wendigo story speaks of a, a malevolent flesh craved spirit, just all around bad guy. Um. You know, let me tell you, you just wouldn't want to meet this guy in an alleyway. Yeah. He's a, he's a bad guy. He'd get you. Um, the Wendigo is a supernatural being that is paranormal, but also like cryptozoological. It's a bit of a hybrid, I suppose. The Wendigo is considered an evil entity that will infest a human's body that has committed cannibalism, horrible acts of violence, gluttony. Or will even take a human due to extreme selfishness. Yo, first of all, this is some of the most metal shit I've ever heard in my life. And second, I'm just saying, I would probably be a Wendigo because I have committed one of those before. Guess which one? Horrible acts of violence? No, cannibalism. I've never <laughs> never told you about this before, but I have eaten a man before, so... And that's I had why to. you're 138 years old. Exactly. <laughs> that's how you lived so long. Exactly. You're a Wendigo. Mike was part of the Donner Party, actually. I was. No, I was I was part of that um, one movie where they crashed the plane into the mountains, and they have to eat oh, each other. Oh, the soccer team. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I had to eat some people. So that's my story, everybody. Thanks it's not for coming. soccer. It's football. Oh, football. Football. Yeah. Uh, I'm a stickler. <laughs> I would consider this creature parasitic due to just its very nature. It moves into a living organism. It takes control of their body, absorbs all the nutrients from the host, forcing the host to eat more and more, all while the entity grows stronger and the host weaker and more emaciated. Um, There are three descriptions of the Wendigo. The first one being a human whose skin is tight to their bones, sunken eyes that are blackened, or in some cl- cases, glowing red. Um, Yuck. A, it's, it's basically a human becoming inhuman. Uh, a, a human, like, unraveling itself, exposing a monster underneath. Mm. Sometimes this person has bone coming out of its head, looking like antlers, or some cases, they are actually deer antlers. That sounds scary. Um, yeah, that sounds horrifying to me. That sounds like uh, first of all, it sounds first of all, it sounds painful. Yeah, because there first Absolutely. there are no bones in your head for anything to grow out of. Well, I guess there is. I mean, but for them the to skull. grow, yeah, the skull. I mean, but like ones to grow out like weird antlers. Right. So it would have to form. If, it would have to form into like antlers. What yeah. if it? What if it was actually just like 
like an arm instead of what if they're instead of those antlers they're actually just like arms part arms and those are like hands well if you've seen i don't know if you've seen that movie uh the ritual there's hands i think growing up it looks like a wendigo type creature it's kind of like it's yeah, got arms I, and stuff i, I want to know what that actually is because it, uh, it's scary whatever that's it a is. sick movie yeah yeah um the the second description is a creature foul smelling gaunt tall it has sharp claws and hooves oh, uh, shit. with a fleshless face resembling a deer skull. Um, Whenever you bring uh, hooves into anything, for some reason, it just irrationally makes me scared of it. Yep. Right. It's weird. Like, me if, too. if it had human feet, I'd be like, oh, that's not bad. But <laughs> yeah. hooves? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, a creature whose horror can only be described as hellish. Ooh. The third and final one, which happens to be the least common of the Wendigo. Mothboy Mike. A gi- <laughs> is it a, gi- a giant? Yes, yeah. Mothboy Mike. A giant up to 15 feet tall, what? made of all ice, and at the center of the enormous ice giant, the body of the human it once was. Oof. That's sick. I thought you were going to say it was just a 15 feet, and it was just one giant hoof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the most scary one. <laughs> Big Jake's just shit his pants. Woo! <laughs> Dodged a bullet. Dodged a bullet. I, giant ice creature. That's fine. The one thing all of these versions have in common is they all have hearts either frozen or hearts of that gold. turned completely. <laughs> hearts of gold, that is. <laughs> So hearts are frozen or what? Or hearts that are completely turned into ice. A Wendigo can become Is there a different is there a difference between the two? Well, one's frozen one's like one's like has ice around it, yeah. right? It's kind of like frozen, I see, okay. but then one is completely ice, like it turned into ice. Because yeah, if you okay. put like say if you could put like a, a popsicle in the freezer, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. gonna be frozen, but right. it's frozen. not ice. Okay, yeah. got it. Got it. Okay, we're good. There is, yeah. It's it's small, but there is a difference. Yeah. Thank God we cleared yeah. that up. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank fucking Christ. Um, now, a Wendigo can become hurt if it is confronted. But if you see a Wendigo, w- we don't recommend confronting it. You just kind of give up, right? You see a Wendigo and you know it's over. No one wins in a fight against a Wendigo. Uh I think that should just be like the official Moth Boys recommendation. You see a Wendigo, just lie on the ground. Mm-hmm. If you, up, if you, you know? see something, say something, everybody, please. Okay. If you see something, lay on the ground and give up. <laughs> or try to get the Wendigo into the Christmas spirit, because that worked right. for the Grinch. His heart was sort of like really uh, frozen. And it then, really was, yeah. Yeah, and then he got into the Christmas spirit, so maybe... Uh-huh. Sing when you're in the fetal position, maybe sing uh-huh. jingle bells or a Christmas mm-hmm. carol. Yeah, it might yeah. right. You'll probably get murdered, but yeah, <laughs> it's worth a try, man. It really is. <laughs> so I should have started with this, but the Wendigo's body can only be killed by removing the heart from its weakened shell, but the spirit of the Wendigo cannot be killed. It will hop from one host to another. For an eternity. Mm, so if you up. like fatality and pull the heart out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the right. creature will die, entity. but then it could affect you and you could become the Wendigo. Right. So the shell 
is gone. But the spirit remains and will hop into the next host. So what you're saying here, Matt, is we're all fucked when it comes to Wendigo. We're all fucked. You encounter a Wendigo, there's just no, you can't win. Okay, I got it. Okay, that's good. That's um, That's very nice to know. Yeah. <laughs> Even more afraid of um, outdoors now. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so these things have been around a lot longer than humans, and will be here after we are all gone. Now we know a little background on these creatures and what they look like. Let's get into some of the encounters with the insatiable Wendigo. Uh, question: How yes. are there encounters if you say everybody who sees the Wendigo? gets murdered hmm no they eventually become a wendigo okay so all it, these people who have these encounters eventually become a wendigo on their own so what they do right, is they, possibly or they saw it in a distance and it didn't kill you know what i mean right. like or it's just kind of like they were faster than their friend right. or they were faster what i think is happening is that they see the creature they turn around run home get a, a pad and pen out write it down real quick and then they start the transformation you know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, oh shit, I gotta so, do this. Yeah, I gotta thing. hurry and write this down for Reddit. I gotta hurry. get on Reddit real quick and write down my story. <laughs> Can you just imagine like all the trolls on Reddit are just Wendigos? <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the encounters, let's hear a very special word from our friends over at Alluring Podcast. Hey there, campers. My name's Kimmy. And my name's Ryan. We've noticed you stumbled upon our mystical campfire, so that means there's a solid chance you have some questions. Like... Why am I here? What's going on? And why are there cryptid and folklore creatures everywhere? And should I be worried about the Mothman dressed as a camp counselor swooping down to steal my s'mores? Well, you've stumbled upon the Alorian Campgrounds. Alorian is a folklore podcast where every episode we dive into the history and lore of different creatures and cryptids you see wandering around these campgrounds. And during each episode, we discuss the sightings, encounters, poems, history, fun, facts, and pop culture focused on our campfire topic that week. We hope through shared experience, we can learn and make light about all the unknown corners of the universe. So come take a seat around the campfire, make yourself at home, and listen to Alluring Today anywhere podcasts are heard. Or watch videos on YouTube, or even go to our website, alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. Thank you, Alluring Podcast. Yes. Make sure you go check them out. Hell yeah. Check them out. Um, follow them on all social media. Yep. And if you like what you hear by them, give them a review. <laughs> yeah, baby. But give us a review, too. A five-star yep, Please review. do. That's the rule. <laughs> so I guess the first encounter or the first... Um, yeah, the first encounter was... Uh, um, was a in 1878 it was about a man and his family expelled from the Cree tribe and had to find shelter in the forest not too long after they were expelled the man showed up sickly rambling and emaciated in the next city over he told folks his family died of starvation what was the uh, Something what was, was it what was the next city was it Manhattan was that the next city over yeah it was uh it was Manhattan the next yeah. city over Okay. They walked, strolled into Manhattan. Okay. He strolled into Manhattan, the lower, rambling. They strolled into the Lower East Side. Yeah. <laughs> of Manhattan. Yeah. So yeah, he he told he told everyone that um that his family had died from starvation, um, and but something was off. 
you know, the, the city folks did not believe him, so they called authorities out to where his shelter was, and they found a gruesome sight. The bodies of his children and wife dismembered and scattered around the shelter with flesh eaten off the removed parts. The man was found guilty and condemned to a hanging. In his case, he told the court that a Wendigo possessed his body and forced him to do these awful things. In the end, he was still hung. Um, Probably justifiable, I would say. Just in case, I mean, right? I mean... Right, right, yeah. Just get rid of them. Yeah. Um, now, there is such a thing. I don't think it's like an official medical condition, but there is Wendigo psychosis. Where I, I don't think I don't think that's a real. I don't think it's real either. But uh, a lot of people think that this was the first case of Wendigo psychosis, which is, um. You know, a form of psychosis where you think you're turning into a Wendigo. Pretty self-explanatory. I don't think it exists, though, but people think that that's what happened. I just think the dude was probably a Wendigo. But then here's the thing. If he died from hanging, yeah, how was he a Wendigo? Because I thought you had to tear the heart out. Right. Okay, the dude was just nut- a nutters then. Yeah. Like right? before when you said that when he, he strolled into Manhattan and people were looking at him all weird and stuff. I wonder if it was the antlers on his head that kind of gave, gave, <laughs> I wonder if that gave it away a little bit. That they were just paper mache. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not psychosis. This is real. <laughs> uh, the next encounter takes place north of Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. In October of 2017, my girlfriend and I were driving north back of Minnesota. Home from a- Isn't that Canada then? Minnesota. Yeah. I think I if you go any north of Minnesota. North you're in of Canada. Minnesota, it's Canada. Or is it North Minnesota? North I think Minnesota. northern Minnesota. Okay. okay. Uh, Very important. important. October 2017. My girlfriend and I were driving back home from a family gathering and we both saw this clearly. Wait, can, can we stop we, this for a second? You said this hmm. was 2017? Yeah. So there's no sightings between 1878 and 2017? <laughs> No, uh, there's plenty. We're not going chronological. We're just going greatest hits. We're just doing greatest hits, brother. Okay. October 2017. My girlfriend and I were driving back home from a family gathering, and we both saw this clearly, and we both still have vivid memories of it. This pale white animal ran out of the tree line and leaped across the entire width of the highway in what seemed to be an effortless stride. Mothboy Jake. Like... Mothboy Jake, they said, Northern Minnesota. They said very, very white, right, or something like that. They did. And uh, I do have hops too. I could, I could effortlessly. Yeah, you can. I've right seen up. it before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I could dunk like Shaq. Yeah, you can. Mothboy Jakes can jump. Yeah, they can. Yep. Yes. <laughs> like it was it was like this thing had an excellent amount of hang time as well it had no fur and it had this leathery pale skin with minor cuts and scratches no tail and kind of a long head like a deer or horse we had no idea what to do we just kept on driving as it disappeared into the tree line on the other side of the road and we were just in awe of what we saw worst thing is was literally a kilometer 
Canada. They, before, they're Canadian, maybe because that's they're Canadian. They're on the metric system. So this system. was this this right. <laughs> so this this was Canadian then, or maybe, if they're doing, or maybe know. they're just Minnesotans. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you get the best of um, both worlds in Minnesota. Oh yeah. Uh, before this, I got out of the car to pee. So we were a little freaked. Oh man! Uh, so our our next our next encounter. Um, so he just he just took a pee and he just took a pee, but he was really scared. I just wanted to end it there. Okay. He took a piss, was super scared, <laughs> taking a pee. Maybe maybe um, he was trying to explain why he didn't pee his pants. Okay. Right. He's I like, see. I didn't pee my pants during the situation because I just emptied it. I just drained the main yeah, vein. I a just pissed. Yeah. Ago. Right. Right. <laughs> so our next encounter I got from the always trusty Reddit. Oh, good. It was it was late fall, nineteen ninety nine. My friend Jason and I were going to do a quick hike along the Appalachian Trail. This is Y two K paranoia. I already can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> the fall of ninety nine was a mess. We were all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were all messed up. <laughs> We had just started, and we were planning on getting a good night's sleep before we went on our way. We started a fire and talked about how excited we were for the hike the next day. At around midnight, we started hearing noises. Noises unlike any animal we have ever heard. Jesus. Jake, that's good. But I think you more want to be like, (laughs) Or like this. Or like this. Honestly, that's the scariest uh, one to me. That, that's a spooky one. Ah! <laughs> I think that's the scariest one. Right? Because that one could, like, if I was half asleep, I might not think anything of it. Imagine trying... Like, Matt's, I would yeah. just get up and leave, so... Now, imagine trying to step out of your car to take a pee, and you hear that noise. <laughs> No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> That'd be a little unnerving. Um, so we sat there in silence, terrified. Then, out of the corners of our eyes, we started seeing flashes of white, something very fast encircling us. We started shouting and pulled out our knives. Whatever was circling nice. our camp stopped. That's different. What? Yeah, knives. Yeah. Not guns? Huh. Yeah, it's, they're, they're city boys. <laughs> um, okay, I pulled off my gu- I pulled off my Gucci shoe and I was ready to hit. <laughs> Swag. So, pulled our knives out. Whatever was circling our camp stopped, and all we could hear was its breathing. Somewhere <sighs> in that dark, dark night. <laughs> So they just I was facing oh, I was facing one way and Jason was faced another way back to back almost all went silent then I hear Jason start to gurgle and I turn around to see an abnormally tall human as white as the snow with dark dark eyes and a starved look with giant antlers Ugh. on his head choking Jason oh. I fell backwards I saw Jason stab the creature a few times, and it ran off with him, dragging him away from the light of the fire. Jason, Jason, Jason. It happened so quick. I was was in absolute shock. I got up, and I ran all the way back to the car, all while hearing Jason scream in the dark. I got in, 
started crying in panic and fear. Right before I sped off, a figure stepped out in the road. It was Jason. Not a scratch on him, but I was just relieved he was back. He got in the car, and I finally sped off. I asked him if he was alright. Jason told me he felt just fine, just a little cold. I was confused and terrified. He kept repeating, I feel just fine, just a little cold, all the way home. Him and I lost contact with each other shortly after that, and I haven't been back to that area of Appalachia since then. Okay, so he murdered his friend and then just pretended like they <laughs> went separate ways. I love that. I love that. Yeah. What I was thinking during that one part when he's like, I went to the fire and I cried. And then I thought it was going to go into this whole like revenge story. I went to the fire. <laughs> I cried. I wiped my tears away, pulled out my knife, and walked into the woods. So now that would have been, been cool. That was, he goes, like, he was yeah. That's a spooky fucking story, right? That is pretty spooky. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the terror of the Wendigo has touched more than entire peoples. It's touched pop culture. Um, so, Troma actually made a comedy horror film, uh, a, a Wendigo film, called Frostbiter, The Wrath of the Wendigo. That's probably just a trauma-produced one. That probably wasn't one. That was probably just a Which, trauma-produced uh-huh. Which was released in 1995. I want to watch that. And it actually had uh, Ron Ashton, the bass player and guitarist of the Stooges, in it. Oh, which that's is cool. Pretty rad. That is cool. Yeah. Um. So one of my favorite Guy Pierce films is a period piece about the curse of the Wendigo. It is the 1999 cult classic Ravenous. Hell yeah, that movie was um, so good. Which is just a fucking great movie yeah it's a good movie man um and uh the last film i'd like to mention is scott cooper's fantastic 2021 film antlers produced by guillermo del toro yep you're not um, going to mention fear itself the television show oh. what oh What's you don't remember okay so it was a tv show <laughs> that was on for one season like in 2009 it was like an anthology horror sh- move uh thing where and doug jones famous monster actor he played uh in the shape of water he was the yep. monster doug jones he's a mon- oh yeah yeah cool he played a man who got lost with his hunting party and he came back and he wasn't the same he, he was, was a, a oh cool he was a wendigo yeah it was really it was actually really good i haven't watched it since like i was a kid i mean this might be a mandela effect <laughs> I'd also like to mention the show Supernatural, uh, which the second episode in the series is about a Wendigo attack. And I I watched it. It is well researched. Like a lot of they put a lot of like research into their episodes. If anything is like this Wendigo episode, like I'll watch the entire series. And plus um, you got hunks on it. And they got hunks you got on it. Got two hunks like, fighting know- fighting monsters. They know the yes, heart please. thing, and like, um, you know, in some in some instances, Wendigos have been known to, uh, like, imitate human voices. Um, but yeah, it was just that was really good, and uh, and and for just to hype myself up, um, for books, I read um, Algernon Blackwood's nineteen ten novella. 
the Wendigo, which you can read in like an hour because it's a novella. That's awesome. Um, but it's very good. Um, so if anyone doesn't know, like Algernon Blackwood was the pre-Lovecraft. That's the author who inspired Lovecraft. Oh, okay. I see. Um, That's cool. And a lot of his writings are similar, um, like the style. Uh, but um, yeah, so he was doing like Lovecraft horror before Lovecraft. Um, but I wanted to save this last one and it's a bit lengthy, but it's, I think it'll be worth it. Can I, can I, can um, I sidetrack you for a second? Of course. There is a Wendigo film that came out in 2001 and it has Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle in it. That's no it. fucking That's way. automatically the best one. That's all you got to know. It's kind of like how. That's all you got to say, brother. It's kind of like how there's a Tom Green Bigfoot movie. No. That's all I'm Chris saying. Just, was there Chris really? Kattan in that too? <laughs> I think he might have been, yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Anyways. All okay. right. So I got I got this from Reddit. I just sort of like how Our, Matt's like, oh, I read this 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 novella from 1911. I'm well researched, but I'm going to go back to Reddit because it's more entertaining. <laughs> All right, I'm not much of a writer, but I've been stuck for hours and I'm okay. bored as hell. I've read so, so many encounters goes. where someone who is a trying to make a creative fiction piece seem nonfiction, they always start it with, oh, I'm not much of a writer. Red, red, red flag. Red, red flag. Red flag. <laughs> Wave card. it in the air. Yep. Red card. <clears throat> so here goes listen, nothing. I might, I might have my mind changed. I'm part of the team that captures but mostly kills monsters. <laughs> and when I say monsters, I mean it's legit. <laughs> I, I mean I mean legit monsters, stuff like chubacabras, manticores, werewolves, and so on and so forth. We're not unique though, not by any means. There are hundreds of teams dedicated to the same thing all over the world. And my team isn't necessarily the best one out there, but we're pretty good. And I, <laughs> and I trust my teammates with my life, I'm just all saying, four of them. If this was fake, he would say they're the best. He said they're only pretty good, so I think this is real. Yeah, I would say we're like fourth place or something, probably. Yeah. Four out of a hundred, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not unique at all to kill monsters, you know? Oh, they didn't We've mention on, Bigfoot, so even they can't see Bigfoot. Yeah. We've been on dozens of missions, and I used to think that we were prepared for anything. But now, one of my teammates is dead, and the rest of us are injured and stuck in the back of an armored truck with a three-meter-tall Wendigo <laughs> screeching outside. Dude, this is sick. Okay, keep going. I'm going to be stuck here for the foreseeable future, and my teammates... <laughs> My teammates are all unconscious, so I've got nothing but time. Sounds like a video. I guess I'll start like with how I got. It sounds like a video game. What? To me. It sounds like a video game. <laughs> so I've got nothing but time. I guess I'll start with how I got into this business and how it works. It'll explain. It'll explain how I got into this whole mess. I was in the military. Not go- not going to say where, and I was good at it. <clears throat> Extremely good. Incredibly gifted in terms of both physical and mental strength. I never thought it would really mean much uh, where I come from. The military is 
uh, conscription-based, which basically means that if you're a man, you're mandated to drop everything and serve in the military for two years. If you don't go to the military, you go to jail instead. Fun. <laughs> I figured I'd just serve my two years, finish, go to the university, get a degree in mechanical engineering, and live out the rest of my life. I thought all my military accomplishments would serve for nothing but just an interesting tidbit about me. But clearly, that wasn't the case. Just a few weeks before my two years were up, I was pulled into a room, which I never knew existed. And I was immediately met with some of the highest ranking officers in the military and that I've ever seen in my life. Initially, I thought they found out about the empty shell casing I smuggled out from a live firing for a souvenir a couple months ago. And I was bracing myself for a court-martial and a trip to the detention barracks. Hey, I never said I was good at following the rules. <laughs> but I'm a true but I'm a true wasn't... I'm a true Billy badass. <laughs> But that wasn't the case. They told me how impressed they were by my performance and they were transferring me to a special team based in another country. One whose name I've never heard of, made up of elite soldiers from all around the world. I would go there and continue training for another four years. And I would actually be sent out on real military operations. And I wasn't allowed to say no either. Initially, I was pissed and it's it's all capitalized <laughs> initially i was pissed i had dreams aspirations stuff i wanted to do not to mention i had just got a girlfriend and we were still in the honeymoon phase the idea of just dropping everything and being forced into military service again was maddening sorry babe that got, gotta go serve my country again <laughs> The whole real military operations things? I mean, sure. I could hit 100% of the targets at the firing range, do 95 clean push-ups in one minute, and run for kilometers without, with a 15-kilogram bag strapped to me. But that doesn't necessarily mean I could fight terrorists or nothing. I wanted to argue, make them was change it, their was mind. Was it nothing or nothing? Nothing. Oh, oh damn. Okay. Dang it. Not as funny. I, <clears throat> I wanted to argue, make them change their mind, think I wasn't good fit for it. Maybe even <laughs> tell them <laughs> about the shell casing. But before I could voice my protest, they showed me the pay. Oh, my God. The pay. <laughs> oh. So much money. Why would they show and him they the promised pay? Why would they show him the pay if, if the answer is yes? He can't say no. So what's it matter? Right. <clears throat> right. Um, so much money, and they promised it would only go up. <laughs> now, where I live, the cost of living is high. Very, very high. Not to mention, I was a little money hungry at the time and didn't want to become an engineer for the sense of accomplishment, if you get my meaning. So not only did I need the money, I wanted the money. I had a lot of stuff to pay for. I wanted a lot of stuff to pay for. I would have to get a house, a car, and a wedding ring for the girlfriend. Yes, I was planning on proposing. Oh, and also steroids. I take steroids. So I 
So great. So I we're gonna have we're, gonna, we're gonna have this guy on our ass, and he's a freaking cryptid hunter on steroids, and he's gonna come after us for making fun <laughs> great. of him. Great. great. Fucking Chris Benoit, the cryptid Chris Benoit is going to come after us. <laughs> Jesus. So I went along with it. I got all my things together, hugged the parents, kissed the girlfriend, had one last drink with the boys, and went off to another country. <laughs> went off to another country. Went to a base in the middle of nowhere with a team made up of 20 people. Yep, the whole base for 20 people. I can still hear the Wendigo screaming. It's very distracting, just so you know. Oh, yeah, Back to I the forgot, story. I He's telling the story when the one that goes screaming outside the armored tank. I forgot. <laughs> what a brave man. He really it was is, very, man. It was, it, really that is. would have been very distracting. And then the training started. It was brutal. Way worse than anything I've ever experienced, at least in the regular military. Safety is a concern. Albeit, not a huge one. Here, safety was unheard of. The trainers, which is all I can call them since there were no ranks on the base, uh, pushed us as hard as humanly possible, and sometimes inhumanly. Once they gave us no food for a week, another time they snuck into our bunk and turned off the safeties on our guns. We had live rounds loaded, by the way. We were supposed to keep our guns loaded with us at all times. We got screamed at for hours for that one. They said if we were real soldiers, we would have let that happen. Many times I wanted to punch one of them right in their stupid face. It's a literal miracle everyone made it to the end of training with their sanities and bodies intact. Maybe the steroids had something to do with that. I had to hide my use back in my home country, but here they actively encouraged it. They even bought us needles Was Vince McMahon and everything. The leader of this military. <laughs> Reason being was according to them, if injecting yourself with a gram of testosterone every week makes you run faster, lift heavier, recover quicker, and just basically be a better soldier, then you should do it. At the end of the training, we were briefed on our operations too. They told us we were going to see and do things we would never have imagined. They told us monsters are real. Wow. Initially, we all laughed and then were punished for laughing. They made us run five kilometers, then continued the briefing. They told us we would be hunting monsters, but only those that were a threat to people, and we wouldn't always kill them, sometimes just capture them. Because some monsters, like minotaurs, produce certain substances, they can... <laughs> okay, Matt. <sighs> I like how we are committing almost all of this podcast. We, we got all the fake stuff out of the way early. And we're going, we're going all in. We're, we're going, going all in on this totally legit story. About this monster hunter with steroid addiction. Listen, <laughs> some monsters like minotaurs produce certain substances that can cure diseases. Uh -huh, Meanwhile, course. peaceful creatures like Sasquatch would be left alone. All of this said with a straight face, I still thought it was all a big joke. I mean, who wouldn't, right? But then they showed us videos. I still remember them frame for frame. Monsters eating people, tearing people apart. Nightmare stuff. And not to mention the video quality. You can't fake stuff like that. <laughs> HD. They, <laughs> they sent us on our first mission. 
a week after, put us on a private jet and flew us off to Japan. Said we were looking for something called Gashadukoruo. Supposed to be a giant skeleton that eats people. Which I mean, how do you keep the public unaware of something like that? A skeleton as big as a tree just walking around straight out of Cash, Cla- Clash Royale? What? So I clash a little big (laughs) deal. Sounds like a ska punk band. It does. I've got to hand it to the cover-up guys. They they don't get the credit they deserve. We found it eventually. Two of them, actually. Wasn't hard, to be honest. They were over 20 meters tall in the middle of a rice field. According to the legend, these things were supposed to only attack lone travelers. The village that they had just massacred said otherwise. They saw us, let out a bellow, and sprinted straight at us. We ran straight towards the nearby tree line, hoping the oak trees would impede the monsters. One guy wasn't so lucky. He was always the slowest during group runs. He got snatched up, and the skeleton just bit his head clean off. At least his death was instant. Thank God for that. Wow. Speaking of instant deaths, I can still hear the Wendigo shuffling around outside. Maybe I should speed up writing a bit. (laughs) We took down both of the monsters with rockets. Now, according to folklore from hundreds of years ago, the creatures are supposed to be invincible. But they didn't have RPGs hundreds of years ago, (laughs) did they? Yeah, those bitches. (laughs) When you've got... When you've... When all you've got is a spear against a skeleton 15 times your size, it's going to seem invincible. Props to people from ancient times. I don't know how they survived against these things. Man. So that was my first encounter with the supernatural. Um, <laughs> what, what, is there any more Wendigo stuff? Yeah. Now this Wendigo was particularly, particularly interesting. It used to be human. That's pretty rare. Apparently, most Wendigos were made by a spirit in the sky or something. And the real ones are a lot stronger than the people who became Wendigos. The specific Wendigo, he went off into the forest with his girlfriend, ironically, to look for a Wendigo, and they got lost in a blizzard or something. Then a few weeks later, he turned up and started eating a bunch of people. (laughs) A A bunch of doctors just figured he lost it, and they locked him up. They said he had convinced himself he was a Wendigo and that it was the best for everyone that he stayed locked in a room for the rest of his life. Creepy stuff. (laughs) But the thing is, Mr. Terrell wasn't so crazy after all. A couple months after they locked him up, the doctors noticed something. He was growing. A lot. A whole lot. Terrell was already a pretty big guy, about two meters. If I remember his profile correctly... Then one day, one of the doctors, I think his name was Bowman, realized that he was a lot taller. Doctor, they measured him and (laughs) Bowman, Bowman, and he was two point eighteen meters tall. A while after that, he was two point three four meters. But even though he kept growing taller, he kept losing weight. He was pretty underweight already, living in the forest and eating people for a couple months, and he kept getting stronger too. One day, he leapt the guards and took a chunk out of one of the guy's arms, ripped him in half. Thank God for trank darts, though. They hit him with enough stuff to take down an elephant. Um, and uh, honestly, 
Honestly, this goes on for a long time. And I, I want to say, uh, we did I'm all the going non- to read just the very, I'm going to read the very end because he talks about this guy, this Wendigo, and how he got, how he escaped. I'm in the truck. I sent a distress signal out a while ago, but I got no response. The blizzard may be blocking our communications. Of course, the blizzard, yeah. The snow's coming down really hard. It's freezing, even with the truck's heater. I'm really hungry for some reason, too. I can't have been here for more than a couple of hours, but I'm absolutely starving. Even the time I didn't get food for a week at base wasn't this bad. I'm ravenous, but there's no food, and I'm sure as hell am not going out there. I won't make it very far. My teammates are still out for the count. I don't really want to know. I don't really know what to do now. I can hear the Wendigo. But as long as the blizzard's here, I know it's out there. There's a video feed of the outside, but I turned it off. I need to conserve energy. The last I saw the Wendigo, it was eating the snow my teammate's blood spilled on. This thing blood leaves snow no cones. trace. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's blood snow cones. Wendigo though. snow cones. Yeah. It would probably lick blood off the walls if it could. It can't get in, but I can't get out. The situation seems pretty hopeless. But hey, if you're reading this, that means I made it out. I'm typing on the notes app on my phone. So the only way for someone to see this is if I get out of here. I'm going to take a little break and think about what to do now. Goodbye. Both point, Matt. Wow. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent <laughs> response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone who listened to this podcast is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Hell yeah. <laughs> that whole thing sounded like a steroid fever dream is what it sounded like to me. Do you believe that, I mean, honestly, a dude and his team killing minotaurs and taking their blood to cure diseases. Sounds pretty dope, dude. (laughs) Sounds pretty legit. Honestly, we should just do an episode on him. Fuck the should. Yeah, we should, man. After he beats our asses because we made fun of him. All right, so we're going to do real or fake here, boys. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I'd like to do real or fake, and then I'd also like to follow, if you could eat human meat, would you? Okay, I'll go first. Well, Mike uh, already has. Yeah, so I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> uh, thigh, thigh, thigh is the best piece, by the way, everybody. So, um, I think it's real. I think the folk. I think it's uh, been sensationalized a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but I do think it was probably part of a big part of Native American folklore and everything like that. And I think that it just got so twisted and turned, and I don't know. Uh, I, I do believe that it is real, though. So, yes, real to me. I also was saying it was fake. Okay. But that last story just really, really sold me. That headed yeah, yeah. Home. Okay, got it. Okay. Because that guy, it, yeah. I just truly believe people when they when they write anonymous things on Reddit. I right. believe it. Okay. To quote, Would you, to yeah. quote the monkeys slash Smash Mouth, yeah. I'm a believer. Right, exactly, dude. Nice, nice quote. Uh, Jake. And would you eat humans? Yeah, would you eat hum- humans? Humans. Hmm. But I mean, if, if you were a Wendigo. If it was deep fried? Right. Potentially. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, listen. If they didn't tell me ahead of time, I don't know. Listen, you know, when to go, not when to go. You could even, I mean, you know, you might become a Wendigo because that's how you become a Wendigo. But I'll tell you what, I would wash down that human flesh with some assorted fruit tums. Exactly. Yeah. What that I what I was thinking, Jake, is you take some Chevetta's sauce, the west the west Ooh. western New York Chevetta's, and you mix the meat up in that. That might be good. I really think Chevetta's can make anything smell good and taste. So there you go. Chevetta's oh, sauce. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We actually had we actually had Chevetta's at work today. They did nice. a luncheon. Nice. And Chevetta's. Uh, it was yeah, human they, meat. It was good. Catered. Yeah. Yes. And it was human. What do you think, Matt? But what? I would most I would most definitely eat human meat. Okay. And I would most definitely, yeah, I'm game. I'm game, brother. That's into you it. You know what I mean? Wendigo's real, baby. I'm Wendigo's real. I'm into it. Uh, and that's our episode on the Wendigo. Hell yeah, dudes. Um, Jake, do we have? I feel like that reviews? was a. a I, think, I feel like that was just a troll job of an episode. Jake, we got reviews. You put all the fake shit at the start and you make us wait. And then you have that really long story that's true at the end. And you don't even tell the whole story. That's a troll job. Real troll job. (laughs) Matt, the troll job, Shane. No reviews. Everybody, we got Cryptid Bash Saturday, August 6th uh, at Morgantown Art Party and Morgantown Art Bar. We've got vendors and speakers and musicians. It's a free event, 10 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, just come and on out giving, for that. We're giving away a panini press. A panini press, baby. Uh, we have yeah. a cryptic, cryptic, cryptic costume contest happening. You can win a hundred dollars and some swag from that. Um, we're working. We we worked uh on a certain. We worked on this a project with uh, Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company. You guys are going to want to be there for that. So mm-hmm. it's very exciting yep. stuff. So. Yeah, if you can make it out, it's going to be awesome. It's a Mountain Dew in a, in a keg. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, th- thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate y'all. Bye. 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 Nice. I'm becoming a Wendigo, I think. (laughs) No. Okay, sorry. Poor statistic. I don't know yet. (laughs)